the one, the only, Bill O'Reilly on a very important Newsweek. What is the media missing? <laughs> That's a long list. Bill O'Reilly begins right now. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Buy his books, buy his pants, watch his uh, daily show on uh, on BillOReilly.com. The No Spin News, where you can get No Spin and news together. It's like a I, I haven't watched it myself. It's like a stepping class or something, a spinner's class and the news at the same time. With your congenial host, Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Hello, Bill. How are you, sir? Congenial? That's me? I am. <sighs> there, I say a lot of things I don't actually believe. You uh, see now that your audience knows better. Yeah, I know. You're, you're just a hollow man. I know. I know. <laughs> so, um, uh, Bill, what a week. What a week. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Well, I was your section of the show. I think you should start with what you well, uh, can't you know, wait to uh, say. Let me, let me, let me, I have, I have a good lead off. This encapsulizes the week. So um, throughout the day, now that I don't have to trek into New York City and, uh, you know, suffer three hours on the road, um, I'm in and out and I'll, and I'll watch uh, a little news just to make sure I don't miss anything and all of that. I'm not sitting there on my butt. But it, it's uh, it's on, and I'm kind of cruising around. So I walk by CNN's on, and the and the uh, lady anchor is breathless, breathless. Mm-hmm. She, she's really excited. She says to the audience, "We have video of Donald Trump meeting with the Russians," uh, and and I mean she's just apoleptic about it mm-hmm. and we'll be back in a moment with that video mm-hmm. <laughs> so i gotta sit through you know three minutes of viagra commercials okay <laughs> so then it comes back and i'm sitting there okay now you have you have video donald trump meeting with the russians you know what it was it was in 2013 he met with some russians about the miss universe contest <laughs> that was the breathless video. Okay, well, and hang on just a second. Wait, 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 just a second. Because I watched the same thing, and I sat through the same Viagra commercials, and I'm like, what? And they did come back. And you're, again, Bill, you you tell half the story. Um, it was the Russians of the uh, 2014 Miss Universe. However, it was in particular the Russian that is involved in the story, in the the one who met with the with the crown attorney for Russia or the the attorney general of Russia that was in that email, it was that guy that he was with, yeah, and and they were just the, trying to it show was the pop. It was the pop star and yes. a ridiculous British PR agent. Yes. Okay, but it had nothing to do, and this was how it was sold. With Trump and the, the collusion accusations, nothing to do with it. Okay, All right? so that's my point. Okay, so let me let me go here with this because I actually didn't see it on CNN. I saw it on MSNBC. 
Um, uh, I, I walked by that nightmare. Um, <laughs> and I, that's where I saw it. And they handled it exactly the same way. However, I was surprised because when they came back and they showed that, the point they were making with that, and I don't know where NBC found these people uh, that were willing to go on NBC, but the point was, um, to me, this shows not that Donald Trump was colluding or anything else, but that the Russians had been targeting him for a very long time. We know that in 1976, the Russians, the KGB, said, I'm shocked, I don't know who this Reagan guy is. Uh, Somebody needs to find out who he is. Uh, He might be president. The KGB didn't believe that KGB agent um, until, obviously, 1980, but they assigned him to watch. And the same thing we know has happened all throughout history. Anybody who looks like there's a chance they might be president, they try to put lures in front of them that are not connected to the KGB. And so the discussion being very generous here, Beck. I mean, it's a well, they're not telling you the truth of what they said. Dopey contest where they are trying to get it into Moscow. I don't think anybody in the world had any idea that Donald Trump may run for president. He had been saying it since the 1980s. And and here's another one today. Just today, Beck, just moments before I picked up the phone to come on your fine radio program. Yes. They're screaming, Donald Trump Jr. met with a former Russian intelligence agent at that meeting. All right. Oh, my God. And it turns out who's the guy? He's an American citizen, a lobbyist, a lobbyist for Russia, who during the Soviet Union, and you remember this for quite a few years, had a low-level job with intel in, in the Soviet Union. It's, it's, look, it's, what I'm trying to point out is it's hysteria now, hysteria. And there may be a good story here. There may be a good story, but it's certainly not surfaced yet. And the coverage is as blatantly dishonest as I've ever seen any story covered. Okay, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because this is exactly the kind of stuff that you said to me about George Soros and about the Progressive Party back in the day. You were like, Glenn, I could believe you, not believe you. It doesn't matter. There's no story there yet. And that's why you always said... I report the news. I don't report what it looks like and could be. Okay, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to give that benefit of the doubt to others on left or right that are on television. But you at least are being consistent here. Um, So let's not trying to do what I'm trying to do with the no spin news on BillOReilly.com is to try to have a home for Americans who want to know what has been established as truth, not flights of fancy, not sleight of hand, not pre-card Monty, which is what now the network television news is doing. It's different from what the newspapers are doing, by the way. It's very interesting because what the newspapers, the hate Trump newspaper industry is doing, is they're just flat out trying to create a, a uh, system that will impeach uh, Trump. That's what they're doing. That's what their goal is, and they're working toward that goal in any way they can. They'll use any kind of, of blind source. 
they'll print any kind of innuendo. It's different than what the cables are doing. The cables and, and to some extent, the nightly news and the morning news shows are, are basically hysterical. All right. They, you just don't you listen to them and you're going, what the hell are they talking about? What really happened here? And what really happened here, we don't know. And that's why Mueller will find out. He's got to investigate this. And he should. He should yeah, John, Look, I don't know if Donald uh, Trump Jr. has enough hair moose to get through all of the hearings <laughs> that he's going to have to oh, go Oh, that's not hair. That's know. full-fledged he's motor oil. A lot of moose up there. Yeah. All right. So he's got to stock it up. But we should. Okay. We should. All right. So let me switch subjects here. Um, first of all, this is the difference between Bill and Bill O'Reilly and I. We then this I think is why we get along is because when Benghazi happened three days after I was on the air with the chalkboard showing exactly what I thought happened. And it turned out to be exactly true. Bill was not reporting that because Bill reports the actual news. I tie things together. I can tell you now I can put a chalkboard together that will show you not collusion, but entrapment. Uh, uh, a luring in of the Trump family, and they played into the hands, unbeknownst to them, of Russia, which is a very dangerous situation. I can show you that the Clintons knew what they were doing when they would go and they would sell access to foreign countries, just give it to us with the Clinton Foundation. We could show you that. It's not proof. Bill will report on the story. I will tell you what I think it means in coming, what is what really happened in my opinion. It's a difference between us. But let me change stories. Um, You and I both know that this is out of control and nobody is listening. Let me play some audio for you from WMAL in uh, Washington, D.C. This was on a talk show. This is the Trump Uh, uh, many people who voted for Donald Trump. I want you to listen to the desperation in this man's voice, Bill. Alan, in Southern Maryland, you're on WMAL. Go, Alan. I'm sick of the Donald Trump stuff, all the Trump stuff. I consider myself one of the forgotten men and women. I'm worried about job creation. I'm worried about tax cuts. I mean, more money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. They just cut off my cable bill. I'm rubbing two nickels together. My girl can't find a job to help me. We're out here struggling. And these people don't get it. I mean, they really don't get it. I don't have money. I mean, I'm cutting back on my medicine, my groceries. She can't find a job. Do you feel like the president, Alan? Do you think? Do you feel like the president is is keeping his head down and doing what he promised to do to try to help you and other Americans like you? Do you think he's? If they let him do it and give him a chance, yeah. they're fighting him every step of the way. We need help out here. We've been struggling for years under Obama. And he's, he had the right message. We, we murdered him in because of that. And we, we need tax cuts. I need a couple extra dollars of my paycheck every week. We need jobs. Thanks, Alan. We need Trump and these, these liberal depressed and all this. They need to get off of that. And think about us. I sat here putting our boots on every day, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, going to work, and trying to provide for our families. And it's hard. Look. So last hour, I laid out... Um, my opinion on how what this all means and what this means is I don't I could lay out a plan for uh, or a a look at what uh, happened in Russia and I could lay it out like I used to on Fox and make a very strong case and I believe that case is accurate but instead of doing that why don't we 
uh, listen to people like Alan, see their pain, figure out how to give them the things that they need. But more importantly, why aren't we pressuring Congress to pass a damn tax cut while the media is in a feeding frenzy? Misdirection or overwhelm the system is what they were doing to us for the last eight years. We have that opportunity. Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com, his opinion on that when we come back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BILLOREILLY.COM. He is free, free at last at BillOReilly.com. And uh, he's uh, able to tell you uh, the truth as he sees it and what the media is, is absolutely not seeing and what they're missing. So when we last left, Bill O'Reilly is always cheerful disposition. Uh, we were talking about a guy who called in to a radio show in WMAL in Washington, D.C., and he was desperate. Bill, why are we focusing as the, the um, media on the right? Why are we focusing on Russia did happen, didn't happen, doesn't matter? Yes, it does. When really, if we went to Congress, who are scared of their own shadow and said, pass tax reform, pass uh, the legislation of repealing Obamacare, pass these things and overwhelming the system. We know Donald Trump would sign them. Why don't we do that? Well, you're saying, why don't we do it? Um, Then you're calling for like demonstrations of people who would come out of their homes and have signs and stand in front of the Capitol. I think that would be an effective thing. But people are working so hard and, uh, you know, trying to raise families that they're not going to do it. I just think calling um, Congress would, would help. I mean, they're afraid yeah, of the I'm Trump sure. voter. Everybody, everybody should do that. But you basically have a system whereby the Democratic Party is trying to paralyze the federal government. Right? That's the most important thing. The Democratic Party is trying to paralyze the Trump administration. And so they get nothing done. Okay, well, but but they can't but they can't do that with the Republicans having both houses. They have the Senate and the House so they can pass things. They can. They can in a certain way um, because they are basically, for example, Kate's law slam dunk. Right. Well, you need 60 votes in the Senate to get case law passed. And and probably you're not going to get them because the Democratic Party has gone so radical left. Um, And this this is how frustrating it is. But on the two big issues of health care, which is hurting uh, working Americans because of the high deductibles they have to pay and the, and the uh, premiums going up and the tax cuts on those two, you basically have a, a Republican Party that just can't get it together. You know, I was watching uh, Rand Paul again today on television. He's not going to vote for uh, the new health care bill. And he's not going to he is not going to compromise. He is he's going to vote against it. And that means Obamacare may then survive. And that means the Republican Party will get hammered in the next election. But Rand Paul doesn't seem to care. All right. So you have, you it's know, a five little, that's a little harsh. That's a little harsh. He really well, does care. I mean, he he doesn't cares believe about it. a good bill, which this is not. Yeah. This well, is not a, this is better than it was. They did go for the cruise. Marginally better. Marginally. They I mean, went it's for the marginally cruise. better. But no tax breaks now. The policy out of it. Take the policy out of it. You can you can hire 
you can try very hard if you're Rand Paul to get what you want in the bill. But in the end, if it comes down to voting against it and, and having Obamacare then survive for another year, you vote for it. It's mind-boggling to me, though, Bill, that that it's Rand Paul and Ted Cruz and Mike Lee and the guys who are really trying to toe the line on conservatism. They're the ones who are getting the beating rather than the boneheads who 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 think that Obamacare light is what the American people want. That's it's not, not what it's we not, want. It's not what they want. It's not what the Trump voters want. They need relief. And these bills, uh, Ryan Paul will turn out to be right because this bill will make the average payment um, that has already gone up 140 percent. It will make the average person's health premium go up even further faster. Not if it includes cruises. um, That is um, that is that is the hope. And that is why the one thing in there that I think is possible. It will. It will. They'll put it in that all insurance companies can compete nationwide. If you have that, that will drive the premiums down. But I'll tell you what, even if that's in there, I don't think Rand Paul is going to vote for that bill. And I don't think Susan Collins will vote for it. And the guy in Nevada, he won't vote for it because they're voting their own self-interest. They're not voting for what's good for the country. You're never going to get, like Reagan said, you know, if you get 70 percent of what you want, you vote for it. All right. And and then tweak it from within. But. Look, that that's policy. You're you're the I was really affected by hearing that guy uh, in Maryland talking on WMAL. I mean, this guy, he needs help Help. and he doesn't want the corrupt media, which and they don't couldn't care less about him. And they think that he's uh, he's an idiot. Okay, but the corrupt media is never going to stop trying to get Trump impeached. Never. And all Americans should know that. So, yes, the, the route that, that people listening to the Beck program today should take is call their senators and congresspeople and say, you've got to give us tax relief and you've got to give us health care relief. Yeah, the, and, there is the amendment. Know, mass movement has, has to happen. The McConnell plan does include Ted Cruz and Mike Lee's backed version. Well, let's talk to Ted and, and Mike. Mike is saying he's undecided on this bill. And he's there with his plan in it. We with, will vote for it. And they does it's seem like they will. Three, it's okay. Collins. It's Collins. It's Paul and the guy in the vat. Okay. Hello. Back in just a second with more from Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. Dot com. Dot com. He'll be joining us when we come back. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right, let me take to uh, let me take to Bill O'Reilly to over uh, to England and talk a little bit about Charlie Gard. Yesterday, Charlie's parents went to the High Court, um, and the judge over in England said, "All right." Charlie, the 11-month-old child that has been has been uh, doomed to death now by a court uh, in London, said, "All right, there is a U.S. doctor that is offering treatment, and we'll fly him to London on Monday. He can examine Charlie Guard, and then we'll listen to him. If we think he's got something to say, then we'll talk about treatment for Charlie." But Monday, if we don't agree with his assessment, uh, 
we're pulling the plug on this 11-month-old. Your reaction to that, Bill O'Reilly? Well, first of all, thanks for covering the story. Nobody else is covering it. It's amazing. Um, second, I don't understand why the British government just doesn't hand the child over to the Vatican and let the Vatican doctors and yeah. uh, the pro-life movement and and couldn't they, wrong. Bill? Couldn't why they? they do that? Couldn't they do that if if they take their British passports? Um, and instead use the Vatican passports. What the Vatican said that they would give Charlie and his parents yeah. Vatican passports. They would. They might even have to deny their citizenship. But I have to tell you, if I lived in a country that was doing this to my son, I would deny my citizenship. I, but there isn't any legal precedent for denying anybody's citizenship. The Vatican has made a humanitarian offer, keyword humanitarian, all right? The British government can cooperate with a state. The Vatican's a country, all right? And Charlie's parents have signed off on it. So what's the problem? You know, the British government does not have um, the power to limit travel. They can't tell Charlie's parents, you can't fly to Rome. They can. They can, actually. They they can stop the parents from taking, because Charlie is not just scoop him up and take him out. He has to have the breathing machine and everything else, so he has to be moved. Yes, yes, and so yes. you ha- as long as you're tethered to the British healthcare system, financed by the government, right? And this is why Americans don't want that. Well, not not you only know, there, there are logistics, but I'll, I'll submit to you that this could be done, you know, with private help on a private jet with private doctors. Oh yeah, oh yeah, private, everything oh, of could course. be done. But they won't, let them leave, they won't let them leave the hospital, and that's okay. the issue. Yeah. Listen yeah. to this argument from the attorney. In a submission to the high court, the hospital's attorney wrote that while the institution understands that the parents believe they alone have the right to decide the treatment for their son, the hospital holds different principles. I, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's how insane it is. That's incredible. That's why you don't want the government basically telling you what you can and can't have. You know, but here, here's something that nobody's mentioned. In Great Britain, you you can reject their health care system and go private. You can do that. A friend of mine just runs a private practice over there. The problem is these people don't have any money. Well, so they, is it they do now. The, the, they do now. That is true. But what happened is they didn't have any yeah, They got him into the right. hospital, yeah. and now the hospital says, no, he's ours. That they've raised, you know, at last I heard was 1.7. It's got to be way over that now. But this world we're looking at right now with, with the way that we're looking at life is changing so fast. Listen to this. The hospital says a world where, o- a world where only parents speak and decide for children and where children have no separate rights or identity and no court to hear and protect them is far from the world in which this hospital treats its child's parents. That's their quote. That's their yeah, quote. Because what they're saying is that uh, because of Charlie's catastrophic medical condition, the odds are that he will not recover. So Charlie, they're, they're thinking for Charlie. They're saying, okay, he's a minor. So we're going to say if Charlie were 20 and, and he had a, an opinion, he would say pull a plug. <laughs> That's what they're doing. That's terrifying. But here's here's what's here's what's here's what's amazing, Bill. Um, I just talked to uh, Bobby Schindler, who I think you know, Terry Schiavo's uh, brother, and he just got back from uh, England, where he was with the parents and everything else. And he said uh, that he's never seen anything uh, uh, like this. He said it's not the news media that we have. He said in London. 
the news media is all for Charlie. He said all of the news reporting over there is pro-Charlie, and the government is rejecting the parents, the baby, the people, and the news media. That's pretty remarkable. It is, and I'm surprised to hear that because the uh, British press is so left-wing. Right. It has to do with euthanasia. It has to do with abortion on demand for any reason. You know what the subtext of this is. It's not just about Charlie and his medical condition. If it were, it would have been taken care of a long time ago. The Mm -hmm. Vatican would have him, and the Vatican would provide the medical care, and Charlie would live or die based upon what happens to him. But it's not. It's about power. It's about euthanasia. It's about abortion on demand. And the far left, progressive left, does not want those things uh, questioned. They don't even want to debate on them anymore. And so that's what the real story is underneath this, because it doesn't make any sense. You know, if I'm the prime minister of, uh, of the U.K., I said, look, you know, thank you, uh, Pope Francis, for the offer. And we're going ha- to make that happen because the parents want it. And the British government is going to, you know, do what we can. To, um, to put the boy in your hands, and we're going to all pray. I can't use the word pray because that's politically incorrect, that, that some miracle occurs and he gets, he gets his health back. You know, that's the way to solve it. But then, then you know, the, the progressive, oh, no, you know, you can't do that. Euthanasia is where, you know, ah, it's just really, really ghastly. So BillOReilly.com is where you can hear Bill uh, and all of his uh, views every day. The No Spin News at BillOReilly.com. Make sure that you sign up as a uh, member so you can get his uh, podcast every day. Um, Bill, one question on uh, Donald Trump's trip to France. Um, Did you see the press conference? This is not the question. Did you see the press conference? Yes. Okay. Did you notice that um, the two of them standing there, it looked like, Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I mean, well, Donald Trump American made superiority and physicality. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> Donald Trump made the French president look like a Muppet. <laughs> and he had a better tie. Well, why? Why can't Trump tie his tie correctly? Oh, thank you for saying the that. Middle of the belt. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Last uh, yesterday, it was not the middle of the belt. It was the middle of the zipper. Well, that, no, that's I supposed to be middle. I'm, of the belt. I'm saying why? Oh, why? oh yeah, okay. Him a couple of times, you know. Yeah, the it, tie has to hit the middle of the belt. It, right. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna trip on it. Wait, you, you told him that. Your ankle. Have you told him that? Yeah. You yeah. have. You have told him that. He likes. He likes that look. He likes that kite look. I mean, if there's a, if there's a, a big gust of wind, he's in Switzerland. Can't <laughs> <laughs> have that tie. Okay. It's dangerous. All right. Okay. Secret service should be tying his tie. <laughs> all right. There's a new poll out, Bill, and I want you to yeah. I want you to answer these questions. All right. What do yeah. you call the insects? This this poll shows where you grew up and 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 your language. What do you call insects that glow at night? Lightning bugs. Mm. Ah. Is that that fit? That's uh... about, yeah, with Connecticut and uh, New York. Um, Although Hmm. Staten Island and Manhattan prefer fireflies. Mm -hmm. Um, Go firefly on that one. Fireflies all the way. Lightning bugs. Fireflies are feminine. They're lightning bugs. Right. I did not have that. I don't think. Oh my gosh! Look at that oppression from Bill O'Reilly. Fire is a feminist. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Uh, what do you call the sale of household items out, you know, on the lawn or on the on the the, the driveway? Um, 
you call it a sale of household items out on the drive. No, you know, where, <laughs> where you know, you see this, somebody does it in the neighborhood and they put a sign up on the telephone pole that we're having a... Yard sale. Yard okay. sale. See, I would go yes. tag sale there. Uh, you, which, you are I am the freak. I'm a freak on that one, apparently, yeah. according to this garage oh, sale. Yeah. It's just that, Southern Connecticut that yeah. thinks it's a tag sale. Yeah, uh, I've never I've never seen that. Uh, there are parts of Michigan that say that it's a rummage sale. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, most of the, con- most of the country yeah. says garage sale. And he said yard sale. So that's so yes. there's four yeah. four different options. Yeah. No, the yard sale is sale. no. The yard sale is uh, the mid-Atlantic uh, and some southern states. How do you address a group of people? Hey. Hey, guys. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, you guys. Uh, people in Pittsburgh say yins. Uh, part of New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, they say use. Yeah, yeah. Use. Baltimore says use. Uh, yeah. How about use guys? Yeah. Use. Uh, <laughs> really from the Mason-Dixon line, it's mainly y'all. Uh, Kentucky says you all. Uh, and the rest of the country says, hey, you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. This one we kind of fought over yesterday. Bill, what do you call a carbonated beverage? Soda. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. correct. Okay, so that is Northeast and California, parts of Utah and uh, and uh, Arizona. Um, pop. Yeah, New England, it's tonic. Mm. Well, that's not even on here, so mm. um, I think that's for Far the New England. I, th- way, way I think up. that's for the alcoholics, Bill, so <laughs> <that's> ourselves. <laughs> um, pop is pop for is the one. West mm-hmm. and the and the North. Uh, and surprisingly, I didn't see this. Uh, this poll does say, because I grew up calling it Coke. I'll have a Coke. Okay, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, seven up? It's <laughs> yes. insanity. I know, it's that's weird. the way it's it is weird, yeah. but it's true. Right. And it's because yeah. Coke is Kleenex. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, and it shows that, you know, Atlanta and the southern Six. states, even Texas, it says, calls it Coke. But Yeah, no Coke, Pepsi. That, that, you know, Saturday Night Live wiped that out about 30 years ago. Remember uh, the Bellucci thing? No Coke? No, I, I don't remember that. Uh, we're far too young, Bill. Where do you throw out your trash in a garbage can? Yes, correct right. again. Yeah. Garbage can is all the north. Trash can is at the bottom. What do you haul freight in? What kind of, what kind of truck? Garbage truck. No, freight. Freight. Oh, freight. Yeah. I don't know. Semi. A semi. I would semi. Say, I would say tractor trailer. Uh, okay, you're semi. from the Northeast. Mm-hmm. It's all tractor trailer. 18 wheeler in the South and semi for the rest of the country. Um, what do you call this one caused all kinds of problems? What do you call athletic footwear? Sneakers. Yes. Oh my that is only the northeast and tennis the very shoes. tip shoes. of Florida. Tennis shoes for the rest. Uh, and this one is insane. And if you happen to say the third choice, I'm going to lose my mind. What do we drink water from in public places? That device that, you know, was in school hallways. A water fountain. Mm, yes. Thank good, you. Good. Thank that's, you. Amen. That's the south and all of the northeast. Drinking fountain is the west. But there are two places, one in Michigan and one in in um, in Boston 
They call it, have you ever heard, get your water, go drink, there's a bubbler over there. A bubbler. A bubbler. Oh. It's the oh. word of the day. <laughs> bubbler. That may be the alcoholic again. Bill, thank you well, very much, that, sir. That was uh, more fun than I've had in about two and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> very, very much. Right. You're and welcome. I just want to tell everybody uh, a little plug. If they go to BillOReilly.com, sign up for premium membership, they get the new spin news. They get the uh, straight story. Then they can listen to you for the conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> but you get a free book. Oh, wow. Free book. Which Any one? Any one of my books, mm. free of charge, which covers most of the membership and big discounts on things. And um, we're going to have a new what line is of the, Glenn Beck stuff. But what is know. the incentive to sign up? <laughs> the incentive is you get the, the private newscast that you can watch uh, anytime. They call it a podcast. A right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Body snatchers. You, know, so, yeah. you get that anytime. And then just to even things out, you also get a book. From Bill O'Reilly. Free so. book and any one. And you know I have 14,000 books. I do know that. I do know that. I have a friend who's Legends and Lies of building a house out of those. Right now. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. BillOReilly.com. Hey, we'll talk. Back. You know, I really appreciate you having me on. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. He was on, I was on his show this, I think, Wednesday. I love how Bill sets things up. He just, he just announces it. And then I get an email from somebody. It says, you're on Bill tonight? And I'm like, no, not that I know of. And, I then, know. I, and then I call, and uh, apparently I'm I'm on with Bill that night. And so I, <laughs> uh, anyway, um. you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I have to tell you about a story that really is going a little underreported. Visa. Visa has come out and said they're going to offer, uh, I think it's 50 companies, large companies, uh, the technology to go completely cashless in, quote, Visa's journey towards a cashless society. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.